1: Welcome to the Woodbird Theater. We now present Off Book. Off Book. The improvised musical podcast with
0: Zach and Jess.
1: Oh, hi.
0: Hi. Hi. Hi
1: there. Welcome. It's been, it's been a while.
0: Okay. It's been maybe only one week for you. It's been one week. One week. week.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: All right. All right. Bare naked ladies comedy Look, baby. Bang.
1: It's been a second for us, and you may be like, "What's going on with off book or fan band stuff?"
0: And they're their like, "Sure, their brains are goo." No.
1: So, here's
0: here's what happened. Here's what happened. Zach and I got hired to write on a show, which we were really excited about. We can tell you a little bit because it was announced. But so get this: we were official comedy writers on the reality baking competition baking it
1: you may, know, <laughs> yeah a normal job to have
0: <laughs> a normal so job you, to have
1: so you may remember um making it which is hosted by amy poehler and nick offerman on the peacock network is it no it's no, just they're on, on, NBC. on NBC. they're on NBC. Oh, well
0: well get ready for this
1: <laughs> this one's on the peacock
0: so this one is for the holidays, and it's baking it, and it was hosted by Andy Samberg and Maya Rudolph, and Zach and I got to work on it, and it was really fun.
1: Yeah, and we did some. If you're like, why wait? Why did these two go? Well, there's probably some music in the show. And if it ends up in the final cut, you will see why we were hired for that show. (laughs) If if it doesn't, then you will be continually baffled as to why we were hired for that show. But
0: delighted with the show that remains. Every part of it was fun.
1: You're going to like it. You're going to love it. It comes out right after Thanksgiving. So please watch and be like, wow, Zach and Jess should have uh, their own many TV shows with their good personal friends now, Andy Samberg and Maya Rudolph and Amy Poehler. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> they're now very good personal and they're, friends. They're
1: calling us all the time. We're telling them, <laughs> y'all, you can't be calling us all the time. We have, we're busy.
0: We're busy. We don't have
1: too <laughs> time for you.
0: Um. Anyway, so that is
1: so that is why it's been really hard for us to like. We were just working really full weeks and we didn't have time to schedule with the band and all that. So thank you for bearing with us through that. Um, there's no music in this episode. We're just gonna answer some questions that we got both on the Facebook group and in the mail person, Stacy email and on Twitter. And then we are also going to release from our archive, uh, reborn in the fire live at NerdMelt with Rachel bloom to everyone. And that will come out tomorrow. So you only have to go one day without a musical. If you've already heard it, you get to enjoy it again. Um,
0: Oh, what a fun one it is. Was that our very, f- no, 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 Sorry.
1: It's not our first live show but it is our first racial show.
0: Is it our first live show that we were like asking people to that wasn't the UCB one?
1: Where we like sold tickets yeah. to it? It might be. You know what it also was, one of the last shows that happened at NerdMail, RIP.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was a fun space. Um well, that's neither here nor there. Yes, that'll be a great episode if you're newer to Offbook and missed it on its re-release and are not uh in the Offbook Clubhouse. Here's a little Drop in the main feed for you. Look for that tomorrow. It's a really and, fun episode. And for
1: those and for those of you who are supporting in the Off Book Clubhouse, thank you so much. Um, My gosh, sorry the con- the video content has been con- as of late, like, but like guys, <laughs> we couldn't. <laughs> I need we you tried. to know we actually couldn't. <laughs> we need you to know it's important that you know we couldn't. We <laughs> thought about what it would take to could, and we couldn't.
0: You're just not always ready for it, you know.
1: Hey Helen on the Facebook asks, have you done or are you writing for other comedians or shows? Is there any non-off book stuff coming up that we can catch? Oh, my God, oh Helen. what a great question. <laughs> so yeah, baking it peacock right after Thanksgiving. We'll probably shout about it again. It was truly a blast.
0: Yeah, it was such a fun crew um Neil Casey was the head writer. Very hilarious. Nicole Thurman was in the room with us as well. And she and then ran
1: away back to New York before we could get her on the pod. We'll, get her we'll, we'll, get, we'll her. get her.
0: we'll get her. <laughs> we'll get her. We'll get her. It was super fun. And yeah, we like, I mean, I think we like writing for ourselves think, the best. I think, but, I think we
1: like writing for ourselves the best. But
0: we do like writing for other people. And they, they did so well with the weird, weird things we wrote.
1: <laughs> yeah, they really did a great job. Hey, you want to answer some questions? Yeah. This one comes from Kay. Thank you, Kay. What is the biggest non-serious disagreement the two of you have had? I.e., she uh, they say, my friend and I bicker all the time about what uh, whether flavored water sucks.
0: Oh, gosh. Well, Zach and I would never disagree about that. Um, no.
1: W- no, I can remember one. And Scott was there for this, too. By the way, none of the band are here. Yes. They're not just being quiet, they're not here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, okay, this is hilarious. I'm excited to hear because I feel like I immediately thought of something. But
1: okay. Mine is about the musical um oh, the last, last 5, five years. years. But that yeah. was
0: almost a little bit serious in that it was like a serious it's a content. conversation
1: about agency and art, but it's not a. Con- it's not about you and yes, I. Yes,
0: and we were it's not a- seriously upset with each other, but we. It was like slightly serious about who gets to tell what story.
1: Yes. So yes. the the the, the SparkNotes version of that was Jason Robert Brown, who wrote the last five years. Uh, it is it is uh, safe to say autobiographical, semi. Yes, autobiographical? I think he's pretty
0: open that it's quite autobiographical.
1: It's quite autobiographical about him and his ex wife um who asked him not to tell that story and he was like whatever i'm going to do it anyway and i think what we came out on that was that like he absolutely has the right to do that i think i it just it feels like such a i don't know that was we were on different sides of what were we on different sides you of?
0: were like he shouldn't do that at all and i was like he frames himself as the bad guy and i feel like we should be telling stories from our lives even if there are other people in it and it's also like should versus is it the kind thing to do is obviously a different question.
1: Yeah. Okay. I think that's where we, that's where we landed on right. kind thing to do. No. Should sure. And
0: I and I was kind of of the position that because he's so clearly the bad guy in it that I felt like that protected him more than you did.
1: I yeah. I think that's right. I think that she all often does not come across great in that musical despite him being the quote-unquote bad guy and I, yeah and I, get, and I get that it is like an intricate
0: and i think that that part is too subjective because i'm like oh i don't think she comes up across really she comes across not bad at, to me at all so i'm like well maybe this and also we didn't have enough clarity on like. When she asked it, at what point, you know what I mean? So right. I,
1: there's a, there's a lot of it. that Anyway, that's the one that's that's the one that came to that's the one that came to my I mind I was
0: thinking about when you were going so hard when we were ranking Disney villains in Kansas City <laughs> with <laughs> with Greg Smith. and you were like, going so I can't even remember for who, oh, Prince John or something Prince
1: John Robin Hood.
0: And I was like, he should definitely be included in the top ten. But Zach, like if there's a villain's parade at Disneyland, he's not in it. He's like, I disagree. But I'm saying he's literally not in it. So he's not like found he is not like held in the same breath as your Ursula's Jafar's.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well everyone's allowed to be wrong. That's okay. Of course,
0: okay. <laughs> of course, of course. They're all wrong. But I was like, he does not hold the the discourse in the same way that these yeah. other villains do.
1: Not everyone is so thirsty for those foxes. But that those w- foxes and that lion and that snake that gets put in a barrel and gets drunk. <laughs> Disney movies used to be wild.
0: But that was one of the first times that uh, we articulated the uh, oh, sometimes Zach defends all points like he actually believes them. And then it's yes, you-
1: important to know that I, I <laughs> form opinions quickly and then hoard, hold them dearly and then ab- abandon because them. Because you
0: basically, we like pause to order like a big pretzel and you're like, yeah, I guess he should just be, like, number nine or something. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what was the last nine minutes? And you are like, mm, yeah, I just want him to be on the list, y- and I really you know, like him.
1: <laughs> you know what we can both agree on is that... Big pretzel is great,
0: and Big our manager was wild. Was
1: wild in his take that pistachios were a An top appetizer. ten. appetizer. Was, it, was, it, was that what it was? Yes. Sorry, um, that Sorry was Zach.
0: Other Zach. We dragged you. Um. Yeah, there's... Uh, this is a pastime that I uh, developed when I was like backpacking, but it's like making top 10 lists and having to like come to consensus on it. And it's like for me, like a fun thing to do on like trips or if you're like waiting around or it's just funny to like talk through, okay, top 10 fruits and have to all like make your case. You have where, like, to and you
1: have to rank them. Yeah. And you too. have to rank
0: them. Yeah. So we were, have,
1: be, be, yeah.
0: we were having dinner with our manager when we were in DC, I believe, to do a sh- one of the shows at the Kennedy Center. And I was like, okay, top ten appetizers. And we know we're generating a great list. And then it's this, good. It's got st- it's got guy. everything. This guy this who mad we man who we trust with, we trust with our, our careers <laughs> <laughs> comes out with pistachios. No,
1: absolutely not get out. <laughs>
0: Completely not an appetizer. And then I
1: think you sent him a bunch of pistachios and I sent him like a pistachio dish for Christmas that yes, year yes, or something. Yes. Something I sent him like a that. pistachio
0: dish that had do we both? We, we collabed on a pistachio. Okay. I
1: sent something that you didn't send, but it was pistachio related. Yeah, uh, great question. Thank you, Kay. This one comes from Reed. Uh, did you know Brett and Dana before working at Earwolf? No, no, we did not.
0: <laughs> I'm sad that that's not a more interesting answer. No, we The answer them. is
1: no. We got it. Some we need to blow through. We got a lot of questions. Yeah, we we got met a ton them. more than we can answer.
0: We met them at Earwolf.
1: I met the Minear Wolf, and then Brett just sp- happens to also play guitar. We were like, okay, you're on guitar now. Dana, you're a producer? You play drums? Okay, you're a drummer now. Yeah. Scott, we brought with us. Scott yes. Scott, I knew from before. But I guess you knew that, Reed, because you didn't ask about Scott. Good job, Reed. But who really knows Scott?
0: S- only Scott.
1: Only Scott. Mm-hmm. Scott's child, probably. Scott's wife, probably, also. Yeah. You probably know Scott pretty well. They
0: probably know Scott pretty well.
1: Thank you for that question. He- oh, here's one that is, I think, going to be hard to answer. Great. This one comes from from Macy on Twitter. Thank you, Macy. My old Kia Spectra was named Captain Sharon after the character from your guys' third episode, uh, I believe with Drew Tarver, because Kias were mentioned in that episode. Now I have to buy a new car, and I want to name it after another off-book reference. Any ideas? If it helps, it'll hopefully... Be a Nissan Versa Note. Thank you for that question. Wow. And that trust, Macy. Okay. That's
0: really sweet. Um.
1: Now, here was my first thought. Okay, you, great. You feel free to go. My first thought was like, what are the other captains that we have had? Sure. Not James Pilot. He's not a captain. He's just a, <laughs> strangely, he's just a pilot.
0: Um, And I was thinking... Wow, verse and note in the same uh, as both already both very musical.
1: Very musical.
0: Um,
1: oh wow. well, okay. So what's a third musical thing that it could be? It could be a light motif, <laughs> the Nissan Versa note.
0: Right, but if but but a character, character, okay, character, a a Nissan Versa note mm-hmm. that. Um, See what I
1: mean? See what is the heart and I mean, a lot I of responsibility. Sort of, and
0: also I have like recency bias, right? Just I'm like, name it Xenon because that was like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Xenon car of the 21st uh-huh.
0: century. <laughs> um, okay. So that's one pitch for you. Maybe
1: um, it's Xenon car of the 21st century.
0: I'm also like, what was the, what was the trickster university episode that mm. has the whole space epic within it? You know, is it, like, Captain Strawberry or something?
1: I think there is a captain, maybe Captain Strawberry. I, I like captain themes. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was a captain in the Heim episode.
0: The, the Heim is on a boat for sure. And Heim there, is on a boat for sure. And there's, like, three pirates.
1: Yeah, but here's the thing. We don't remember a single thing from a single yeah. episode we've done anymore. Yeah. So, probably... Name it.
0: Probably name it Tony because my name is also Tony.
1: Probably name it Tony and also Tony.
0: Tony, also Tony, the note.
1: Probably name it um, oh, probably name it Keish. Are these all from the Tim episode? Keish is from Lelan. Oh, yeah. Keish is pretty good. Keish
0: is pretty good. This is also funny. We realized that I was picturing it Q u. Like the food. Like the food. And you were picturing Do you it. Do you
1: care to take a swing at how Keisha spelled? Q
0: U I C H E.
1: I think you nailed it.
0: Maybe. <laughs> um, and then you were picturing it a different K-E-S-H, way. K E E S H. That a, like a friend of ours wrote, put it in writing. And we were like, I was like, oh, can you believe Jason spelled it that way? And you're like, that's how I was picturing that's it. So up to you on your spelling. Maybe it's K E E S H, the uh, Versa note. That's pretty yeah. good.
1: That's a great answer. We did a great job, Macy. Thank you for that question. (laughs) If you were ever to break the form, this was from Stephen or Stefan, I'm not sure, in the Facebook group. Anyway, the question is, thank you for the question. If you were ever to break the format of the show and do a sequel to one of your musicals, which would it be?
0: A sequel. Mm. Um, That's
1: kind of what the long-running episodes are, I guess. They're all sort of sequels to each other. My Uh-oh. God,
0: you just broke my brain. That that's the next thing we have to record. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: so we do have to do one of those. We'll be fine by then. We'll be fine. We're not doing that right now. Um, you're when right. Let me do that. It'll be fine.
0: You're right. You're right. Um, I gosh, ex moms comes to mind just because those types of stories are are inherent. Like they exist in world, worlds of sequels.
1: I might do. I would do the sequel to the kids are at night. Because, like, what, are th- what is that whole family doing? It would be, it's easily contained.
0: I was also thinking um, a sequel to the Lou Halloween episode.
1: Oh, yeah, where everyone's, like, a monster. Yeah. No, yeah. Check or back just in with like, those kids. Yeah, that'd be great.
0: What was the other Halloween episode that we... With
1: d- Mark McConville. Yeah. I was just thinking of the two where there's, like, bones and candy and whales. Yes.
0: Oh, my gosh. Also, Stable George. I would, like, check back in with Bone Skeleton, with all of those brothers.
1: Anything where there were skeletons in it, we would check back in.
0: Yeah, and actually really eat any seasonal episode. Like, I would check back in with any of the Christmas episodes.
1: Oh, sure. I would
0: see That Flamingo again. I would see uh, Radiohead caroling. I would see um, the original Dog Train.
1: Yeah. Any of those. Pre- prequels are fun. I'd prequels. love to see the doggy train to Christmastown get built. Yes. Who's building that train? Is it a bunch of cats? Probably. Probably. Okay. One more. We're going to do a quick one and then we're going to take a break. FMK or FKM, depending on regionally where you're from. Listening to me. Mu- oh, this is from Laura.
0: KFM for me.
1: KFM. It's from Laura on the Twitter. Thank you, Laura. This question is FMK. Listening to music, playing music, writing music, parentheses, for others to perform, end parentheses, which is huge in the ordering for me. Yeah. That makes it an easy K.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Easy K. What was
0: Listening to music? Performing?
1: Playing playing
0: music. Playing music. Okay. I'm going to say listening to music is... That's got to be the
1: M for me. It's got to be the M because
0: it's just it's the s- most stable. It's giving me the most like rounded out emotions.
1: In your life, you're doing you're gonna do it more. Yeah, it's gonna be a longer thing.
0: Yeah, and I would say being on stage feels much more like effing. It's a high. It's, it's like, a high. It's, it's a momentary stage, high.
1: You get on stage? It's like effing. That's why we do it. So we're hungry for it.
0: <laughs> I mean. <laughs> sort of so (laughs) it's not not true so i think that that's the clear f and then yeah i i mean it was it was a true it's a true joy to hear people you respect and admire sing your words but
1: i love it love it it immediately gets killed
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's also bye-bye
1: we're also bye-bye but just for a second we'll be right back bye-bye for a second A whole second's passed and now we're back. Oh, it feels good to be back. You know, it's it's really feels great to be back at it again. <laughs> back at it again. Yeah. I'm gonna answer a few more questions. Thank you all for sending these in. You sent so much so many more than I thought you would. I guess it's easier than sending an email, which is hard. Writing on the Facebook group is easy. Easy. And tweeting is easy. This one comes from Paul on Twitter. Thank you, Paul. What album would you have brought to a desert island at different ages? 16, 21 now, etc. Whoa, great the, question. The, great question. In the interest of keeping it sort of short, let's do a like an early one and maybe a now one. Okay. I'm going to do an early early one and then I'm going to do a like angsty teenage one and that's the that's the obvious one. That w- the angsty teen- <laughs> teenage one is in fact Hybrid Theory by Linkin Park. I would be an angry on that island. It's not a well round. Ra- it is not. Oh <laughs> it is not gosh. an album Amazing. with a lot of vibes on it. But that's what we're doing on that island.
0: I think if I was sixteen, it would make fifteen. Maybe it would maybe be uh, Jimmy Eat World's "Bleed American."
1: Yeah, that's and better than mine. And then for but, b- but also correct.
0: And then for basically every other, I think from twenty one to now, I think it's probably like
1: Abbey Road or something. Sure It's
0: probably some
1: Pe- People like that one Yeah I think I gotta check it out <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've been meaning to been Yeah meaning to. I gotta For pure v- versatility Of like nostalgia Up, down, all around um, I think I have to go with A Beatles album P- mm. Probably Abbey Road Maybe Rubber Soul Okay A little bit, su- a little bit further back Maybe Sgt. Pepper
1: this is this is gonna be a weirder answer. Okay. But one of the first albums I was ever given was an album called like Ro- Roger Daltrey from the Who, mm-hmm. but not the Who. Roger Daltrey, in like a live celebration of the music of Pete Townsend. And in that album, there there is like Baba O'Reilly with the Chieftains. There is the the score to uh, Tommy by like a full orchestra. Wow. And that, tr- that track alone, I think about all the time because it's the overture from tommy so it's like all the music from tommy which i have not seen but because it's it's weird music, i've listened to a lot of it i've seen um, it it's weird but like that oh man the music and that is that like an orchestra an orchestra doing a rock montage is truly yeah oh, i love it i loved it from when from a little kid and i love it now
0: yeah, that's great. Um, that's
1: great.
0: I mean, yeah, a soundtrack is like, like I would like the big chill soundtrack. You know, uh, gives you, gives you a big lot. Big chills. Gives you big chills. That's right. Yeah, if could, yeah, if soundtracks cr- were included, I might consider something like that.
1: This question is from Laura. Has Scott learned to play Being Alive yet? Laura, <laughs> I can answer this. Probably no. No. But definitely, I'm not sure. But if I were a betting man,
0: <laughs> I would say I no. Am.
1: Will he ever? i also bet
0: i bet yes but i think it requires a, a more like definitive direct ask
1: on, only because we are saying this right now and only if he listens to it <laughs> which i also bet he will not no he won't. i don't know i don't know i don't know come at me scott learn being alive we're gonna test you later and we'll see if you know <laughs> it. it's also not an easy song to play it sounds like it is but it isn't this question comes from rob thank you rob What's the most theater kid thing you've ever done? I mean, apart from an improvised <laughs> yeah, musical <but laughs> podcast.
0: Um, gosh, gosh. I mean, mine's mine's everything. Like with the theater camp I grew up like going to and continued working at Camp Bravo was like. I'm trying to think if I'm there's very theater kid. There's maybe I'm trying to think if there was one moment at it that was like the most theater kid theater kid. I mean, also Pretty Theater Kid was like when in my senior year of college for a fundraiser, we did a show called Alley Cats, where we got in leotards and just performed cats in like the outside at what was called The Rock, which is a, a landmark on campus. And we, mm-hmm. and it also ended- What's school? <laughs> Northwestern. <laughs> and it is a ended with us doing the single ladies dance, because that had just dropped. Um,
1: now this is not a question that someone asked, but it's how do you make the musical Cats, the movie version, better? And the answer is the single
0: Yeah, that would have been better, especially if those cockroaches did it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Disgusting. We were all
1: hungry for more cockroach Disgusting. content. Um gosh. Also, what well, the sizing on that was wild. What's the scale? The scale. The scale is wild. It's terrible. Okay, mice are not the same size as cockroaches. No. Everyone and everyone knows. And also cats
0: are not so small on a chair and then so big on a train track, you know, <laughs> like.
1: They're also not building milk bars, Jason Derulo. Get out of here with a milk bar.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I only like my milk bar if it started at Momofuku and is Okay. got <laughs> All a right. good cookie and the, you know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, David Chang, get on the pod. Come on. We've never had a famous chef on here, but there's always a first time. There's always a first. Mine is, um, we had this wall uh, that was just like a little dividing wall in our high school. (laughs) We used to stand on it and it was like the rhyming wall, like an old-timey competition where you would just like, it would be like if a rap battle was not cool at all and didn't have any meter to it and you just had to rhyme at each other until one of you failed.
0: It's pretty fun.
1: Yeah. So that's the most theater kid thing that, that I've I mean, done. I mean,
0: I want to say it's like any time at breakfast at theater camp when the when everybody just starts singing like Labawm and dancing on their chairs. You now, know what I mean?
1: I for whatever reason, the the theater people that I was rolling with were not as prone to Busting out into full songs in public—I think that has always struck me the wrong way. Because oh, I'm I don't hypersensitive. Yeah, public singing in public.
0: Public is weird because you're now taking over someone else's space with your very loud noise. Yeah, public. This was uh, this was you know in the dining hall of the camp, but yeah, public is a different. That's a different energy. That's got to be the right. That's got to be. That's got to be like two a.m. in the middle of the street. You're remembering your jazz combo, and that's it's very. We
1: love that. That's we lo- fun. If you know the opening to Chorus Line, and you're, and in, you're in the middle of an empty street, that's you, fun. You gotta. Um, you want to do some rapid fire ones that are yeah. pretty easy? Yeah. This one comes from Patty. Thank you, Patty. How are you doing today?
0: <gasps> pretty good. A little sleepy, but good.
1: Thanks, Patty. I'm also doing pretty good. Great. We're tired from what we did before, but now we're, we have more time to work on the other stuff that we can't talk about yet, but we will talk about <laughs> soon. Um, this one comes from Emma. Thank you, Emma. Out of the three men from The Wizard of Oz... Okay, no Dorothy, no Tota. The three men from The Wizard of men. Oz... Men. Scarecrow, classic. <laughs> well, now that I think about it, only one of these is a man. The Scarecrow, the Tin Man... And the lion. Well, if I you, guess two of them are uh, generally I, coded as male. And I
0: think if you think of them as comps from their, Then they're all, their men. all men. they're all.
1: So right, you're so right, because it's all an illusion.
0: And you were there, and you were there. You know, uh,
1: include uh, which are you of those three? Include the wizard, if you're feeling s- extra spicy.
0: Oh my gosh! Okay, God, I
1: hope not. Of those, for the wizard,
0: I'm a little. This is tricky because I played the Scarecrow in sixth grade and I. That
1: We should probably label each other, right? And I Whoa. was going to say, I think Scarecrow would have been my pick for you.
0: <gasps> Thank you. I do think it's right. Um, I think, I do think it's probably right, but I'm trying I think to it's think. probably right. I'm trying to think of how much of that is because I liked playing the Scarecrow.
1: But it's tricky because all of those are people that like their whole thing is that they don't have something, but then yeah. the actual thing is that they have, have had all, that thing all along.
0: Yeah i don't think i doubt my intelligence that often i maybe don't doubt it enough
1: <laughs> yeah <and> me too <laughs> i know everything until someone tells me i'm wrong <laughs>
0: right i also know that the sum of the square roots of any two sides of an isosceles triangle the square root of the remaining side oh joy rapture i've got a brain
1: hey for those of you who aren't <laughs> who are, i guess paying the, the least attention that's a line from the wizard of oz <laughs>
0: Um, but I do still think that of the choices, it's the most right because I'm not, and I want to say that's probably for you too. I don't think mm. that either of us are ever deterred by. It would never be courage. Well, it's,
1: well, it's certainly not the Tin Man. And we the do Tin Man, we do not have emotional problems. Right. But like, We're not like in, in outwardly feeling like we don't feel enough.
0: Right. 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 I mean, I'd say for you, it, it would weirdly either be the Scarecrow or the Wizard. Or,
1: or the, I guess I the
0: Because right. I feel like the I'm just getting drawn to the like the showman lion's, and, lion's and the f- a
1: big cat though.
0: Okay, now the lion's a big cat though. Lion's a big cat. <laughs> and Magellan though. does look like a lion. He's such
1: a fluffy boy.
0: <laughs> okay, this is interesting. Well, but also the fact that the Tin Man does have a heart all along. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I think we're just both scarecrows, honestly.
1: I think we're probably just two scarecrows.
0: Pod me, that way is a very nice way. It's pleasant down that way too.
1: That's both the ways. He pointed in two different directions. <laughs> He's no help to Dorothy at all. When except that he is.
0: Except for that he is. And also when I played the scarecrow, they gave me these gloves that were padded so my hands were like I could do all kinds of stuff, funny little
1: Big hands. Big hands. Big like Mickey Mouse, yeah. the rat with huge hands.
0: Yeah, and like uh all my gestures looked bigger than like mm-hmm. if I was just a regular small sixth grade girl.
1: I'm glad that they give you big hands. And I was sixth grade, I was not the scarecrow, but I was Jack and a truncated version of Into the Woods. Hey, so well, that's a good one. Hey,
0: I'm sad I've I never per- been in Into the Woods. I you'd like you'd be great. It. Thank you.
1: Who's you playing Into the Woods? I mean,
0: I think I'd be probably well, let's see. I'm kind of in between right now. I think I would have been a good little red. You're sort of, and now I need to wait of, till I could be the baker's wife.
1: Yeah, you'd be a great, yeah, you'd, uh, you're. I'm thinking less in terms of age and more in terms of just like if if everyone in the cast was your age, like who would you be? Maybe Cinderella, you'd be a, you'd, you'd be but a, that's kind of boring. I would love to see you as the witch. Because I know. Because I don't know what it would be, but I think it would be I
0: great. don't think I'd ever get cast as the witch, though.
1: No, but you'd be great at Thank it. Thank
0: you. But that's exactly what I would never get cast as. <laughs> Thank you. I would love to be the witch. I would love... To, I mean, Baker's Wife is great. Little Red... Little Red is actually probably who I should be.
1: That's true, but you'd be wasted on Little. I mean, Little Red's good. Not, mm.
0: I and also there's a version where you play Little Red where she's like discovering sexuality, which That's is
1: That's true. I think Little Red probably has the potential to be very very funny. Yeah, for you, sure. You, like
0: you play that the wolf is her like realizing she wants to have sex kind of mm-hmm. of like what is what is dangerous and what is nice. I think there's some of that heat inherent in that if you choose to play into those themes, otherwise if you play like into the woods junior, she's just like a curious little girl. I don't want
1: to get eaten. Yeah, exactly. Bisexuality.
0: Please don't (laughs) chomp me up sexuality. (laughs) Oh no. Is sex going to chomp me? Does it hurt?
1: Yeah, it does. Every time. Never do it. (laughs) Wait till marriage and then keep waiting.
0: And then only do (laughs) it three times. Um, Uh, (laughs) <laughs> that made me think why, of... Why three times? You better at least have three. Well, I don't oh, know. for kids. For children.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah. Then only do it three times.
0: <laughs> I guess that was my concept of, of adult sex based on my own family. Because you have three <laughs> siblings. Yeah. Yes,
1: I understand now. Well, oh, <laughs> my parents
0: like, have done it three times.
1: That's right. and Exactly. No more, no less. Uh, This one comes from Andrew. Thank you, Andrew. Who would be the last one standing in a zombie apocalypse?
0: Of the two of us or...
1: It doesn't specify, but like in, in sort of the general population, I'll give you a hint, it's not the two of us.
0: Yeah. If it was fan band, it would be Brett. My money's on Brett to stay alive the longest. I
1: think I would kill Brett.
0: You'd kill Brett?
1: To stay alive.
0: But w- aren't we just trying to survive and then the zombies are getting us? I
1: mean, that's maybe that's the rule, Oh my gosh, you're tu- <laughs> you're
0: immediately turning on us?
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I just think Brett no.
0: is the most has the most resourceful s- tactile skills of things that are like Although Dana I think it's Scott Dana would also well she's very into aliens I don't know I don't think zombies are the same obviously but she Dana would, would
1: run into the arms of the zombies she and might say, be like oh, so you're just aliens we don't understand she you. might be so get intrigued
0: chomped. yeah 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 I mean it would not of the two of us I would give you slightly more time alive than me and especially because you know I'm not interested you would be a little bit like
1: you'd quit you'd I be would like quit. actually i'm out i absolutely. don't i don't want to survive in absolutely this world.
0: i'm like this is not even worth surviving but you would be i think a little bit more like turn off you would have that part of your brain that's like this is a video game let me try mm-hmm. that would allow you to live longer than me but i would of of everyone i would be maybe the first to go and potentially by choice <laughs>
1: Well, if Dana runs into the arms of the zombies thinking that they're aliens and trying to learn more about them, she goes first. Yeah. I think Scott is is going to surprise us and outlast us all. Because remember when Scott showed up with an air conditioner? Yes. And he was like, also, I brought all of these things to make sure the air conditioner yeah, works. Yeah, he does have and a lot like, of that,
0: too. For sure. But, it,
1: but it's either Scott or Brett. It's not us soft little babies no california babies no
0: i would i if zombies happen i would like survive long enough to be like oh is can they get across water are we all just going to islands like i would i would stay involved long enough to like get through that amount of information and then if they were like no they can drive boats i'd be like okay bye (laughs) but if i could have a boat life i think i think i could you know get it together for a little bit
1: yeah i think you gotta look you get you got a couple options. One, get on a boat, mm-hmm. get out to the sea where the Two, you go underground. We're mole people now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, three, go up in the trees. Mm-hmm. You're you're a forest ninja now.
0: I would like that. Four, on the floor.
1: On the four on the floor, just a real solid. So that's beat. a safe way you to sit in a too. chair. Yeah, <laughs> also a way to sit in the chair.
0: Do you have teachers who used to say that to you if you were leaning back?
1: uh i couldn't be contained by teachers they gave up
0: <laughs> i just remember teachers like kids loving to, like lean back in their desk chairs and teachers calling out four on the floor and add two more
1: your feet your feet oh wow i was like <laughs> <one of these laughs> freaky robot dog desk you better
0: build out your chair kid
1: <laughs> four on the floor and you better add some chairs and steps, legs to that chair this question comes from Dan Wright. Who is your favorite East Coast <laughs> off-book pianist or who's like someone in your top three? <laughs>
0: oh, I love Dan Wright. So Dan
1: Wright's played for our um, first New York show. He's a pianist. He's wonderful. He's Hi, played Dan. for... He played a tour for us when we went he's to... He's played um,
0: every time we've played in New York, right?
1: Mm, yes.
0: And then he's played one time in Kennedy Center. He played... Good old steel stacks out in Pennsylvania. That was fun. Mm -hmm. That was when I was shocked to see how popular that little town was, and we couldn't find a we needed a dinner reservation. Remember? And we were like
1: Bethlehem, Pennsylvania was surprisingly popping.
0: It was great. Um, Yeah, he's really amazing. Also, yeah, you're
1: in the top three. Eric Gerson's in the top three for sure. I don't know if there's been more than. Oh, now I'm gonna forget someone. Great, I'm sure. Every pianist we've ever had has always been amazing. We love you all.
0: Also, Dan, we were in Scotland with.
1: Oh, God, yes. For months. Months on end. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Okay, we got time for maybe a couple more. And then we got to get out of here and rest our mush brain. (laughs) What are some other awesome, hilarious podcasts that you recommend? This comes from Joanna. Thank you, Joanna.
0: I mean, I don't know that there's any ones that you wouldn't already be listening to, but the one I'm kind of in a different spot with my podcast right now. I'm listening to my like only ones I'm, I'm being completest about right now are Poog and Deep Dive. So I'm listening to a lot of female friendship right now.
1: I um, love that. Um, this podcast doesn't have any of that. You and Dana are famously enemies all the time.
0: <laughs> um, um, But yeah, I think that's what I'm listening to. I mean,
1: If you like some D and D stuff, I'm listening to Rude Tales of Magic, which is very, very funny. Ooh. Rude Tales of Magic, I love. And if you uh, I also listen to Friend of the Show, Ethan Edenberg's podcast, uh, Success Express, which is a truly wild Ethan. Insane podcast. He's my tennis buddy. You we play know, tennis all the time Guy
0: Guys, now. Zach is becoming quite the tennis boy. I'm I, a
1: tennis boy. I'm
0: excited to tell you all. Can
1: I tell you who, the, who I played tennis with the other day? It's the silliest like podcasters convention of tennis people in the world. Yes. It was me, Ethan, Mike Carlson from Podcast the Ride, and Tim Murray, who just did our show and is of the Sleepover podcast. So sweet. Slumber Party podcast. Excuse me. A real rogues gallery tennis of idiots boys. who are all tennis boys.
0: Um, that's great. I don't listen to that many comedy podcasts. Like, I think I spot listen or I check in, but I go through I go through waves, and sometimes I'm doing more of that audiobook life, you know.
1: You got to. I'm trying to listen to more music lately because I just don't do it at all. Yeah, we're still at home, so it's like, when am I going to do music? Yeah, I'm like going for a walk or something. Yeah. Okay, let's get. Uh, who had a bad experience with overly helpful wait staff that inspired the song Shared Small Plates? That question comes from Andrew. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you,
0: Andrew. Um, that was definitely more from me than it was from Zach. It like was. when I first pitched him that song, he was like, I think I know what you're talking about. I was like, You haven't experienced this, this phenomenon where everyone is, every restaurant is family style now, and they all are acting like they're the only ones who are that way. And they all feel like they need to explain how the dishes get bigger as you go down the menu and how you need to share plates. And then it was one of those, like the German word for when you experience it, where like I told Zach about it and then he started experiencing it in the wild.
1: Yeah. Once, once it was alerted to me, I was like, Oh, this is everywhere. Yeah. This just wasn't going to enough tapas places before. But
0: my point is, it's not just tapas. Like, No,
1: it's not. It's it everywhere.
0: is now every restaurant in L.A. And they're like, we do it a little different here. It's Which family cra- style.
1: Which is crazy that I didn't clock that because we were told to do that at P.F. Chang's where I worked. And I just didn't connect the dots. I was like, oh, right. That's what this is. Yeah. We're going to mix some sauce. Table, Maybe you've never been out before and you can't infer what this sauce is for. Yeah. Let me explain it to you insufferable
0: <laughs> everybody's doing a good job thanks everybody everyone's, Look,
1: everyone's doing. but it best. is
0: very funny to like once it became such the standard way that I felt like cool new little LA restaurants were I'm like you guys know that you're the same as all the other ones right unless I'm getting like a burger
1: I need, every I restaurant I need to know what manager is like I have this cool little thing that's gonna make yeah. our restaurant different from yours Mo- one more so we gotta pick a good one Because then we have to go. Oh, okay. This one comes from Pat. Pat Twit. At Pat Twit on Twitter. Is there a sound that word but the wooden frog makes? Any insights appreciated? And you know what? Now that I'm actually seeing it, I think we are done. I don't think we have time for this one. I wish that we did. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, we do have to go.
0: Oh, my gosh. It's Um, unfortunate. but...
1: but, uh, But hopefully at some point we will get around to... That Um, one day. And we definitely didn't get around to it on the live show that we did as our campfire jamboree, which I believe is still on YouTube, but I actually don't know. So that's why we're tired.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for bearing with us. Um hopefully uh September will feel more like the regular this year schedule. We'll get some guest episodes and we'll get back on the video train. Thank you, Sean Matthew, Leary, for all you do. Um. Thanks. Thank for the you,
1: Brett, p- Dana, and Scott, for everything you usually do. Even though for this one you did nothing, <laughs> so maybe pull your weight next time.
0: <laughs> maybe show up to that Zoom we didn't even send
1: to you. <laughs> Just you should know. Um. For thanks for
0: all these questions.
1: Thanks for all these questions. Yeah, a lot of people asked, like, uh are you guys ever going to do live shows again? And the answer is like, yes. When the when the when the time is good, we'll we'll be back out there in these streets. Yeah.
0: yeah, for sure. We're already we already have feelers out. So it's just, you know, it's a evolving situation, but we're definitely looking to it.
1: Yeah, we're not done doing live shows.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we're Remember we said that was the F.
1: <laughs> that was the F. <laughs> we're gonna don't worry, we're gonna F again. <laughs> we'll all F again at some point.
0: Okay, everyone. Okay, we love everyone. You. Thank, you, for Thank you so much. We love you. And as we say at the end of every episode
1: of Off Book. Um, Well, hold on. We have to do what we just do with the every episode of Questions Off Book. You're right. Mm.
0: At the ends of those, we always do this. That's right. Hey there, Mr.
1: (laughs) Gingerbread (laughs) Man. Why are your walls so gingerbread man? Oh my gosh. (laughs) A sneak peek? Oh uh, um, well, um, it's never going to show up. People are going to be like, "What was that?" What was that?
0: that? Well, you'll never know. At, as <laughs> we do at the end of every questions episode, leave you on a cliffhanger. Love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>